The book was better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the mini-sode for the Book Was Better podcast. I am Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Colette. And we figured it has, it's been a little bit of time since we last did uh, Book Recs, right? When was the last time? When was the last time we, uh, we did book recommendations in a mini-sode? Honestly, don't remember. So it must be a while if I can't remember it. I think it was back in February, honestly, the last time we did. So it's about it's about time. Or as Lizzo's song would say, it's about dang time, but keeping it clean for the children. Have you not seen all those da- that dance trend going around all over Instagram and all over TikTok? No. There's this really trendy dance right now to Lizzo's new song. Don't know what Lizzo's, I don't know what the name of the song is, even though I know like all the words. <laughs> I've seen enough videos. Anyway. All right. Um, um, announcements? Any announcements? Are you ever going to get the reading calendar uploaded? Look. Listen, you just have to like swap out. Isn't there a template? Aren't we using a template? Yeah, but that's still a lot of work. <laughs> It's still a lot of work. The months aren't exact replicates of it. That's true. No, like you got to move all the numbers every single time. So in last week's episode, you went first when we talked about Aragon. Yeah, that was a good one. If y'all haven't listened to our Aragon episode yet. It's do a, that. It's that, a bop. That's out. Um. So I will go first with the book recs. Sure. Um, also, speak though, speaking of reading calendars or lack thereof, um, with us doing the Divergent series through the rest of June, basically like the month of June is just us doing Divergent. Mm-hmm. I think we may already be approaching the time where we need to start. Yes, we are. Thinking again about the next chunk of reading and next chunk of books we'll be doing. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. And uh, if you have any book or movie that you specifically want us to talk about, um, shoot us a DM or send us uh, an email or something. But Yeah. We will be approaching that soon because Divergent takes us through the end of June. And then I think come July, we don't have... No, we don't have any plans. This one goes through the end of June. Yeah. So, send us your recs. Now, speaking of recs, R-E-C-S, because the last time we did this... We went on a whole tangent about that. (laughs) We're very weird about it. Um... So I am jumping on the bandwagon again, again, uh, not again, but what was I trying to say? I'm jumping on the bandwagon in general with Bridgerton. Okay, so Bridgerton is now two seasons on Netflix. 
very popular show. However, as I have, I have read now the two books that are seasons on Netflix. And they are quite different. Same basic premise, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, we'll probably do episodes about them in the future, so don't go too into Maybe eventually, but again, I, we haven't quite figured out how we would ever do TV show episodes because a movie is easy to cover in a week, right? Mm-hmm. You read a because reading a book is time consuming and then a movie is two tops three hours. Reading a book is time consuming and then watching a show. But this with show multiple, is like only how, eight episodes. I feel like we could do two episodes. Each episode, each episode is like an hour long at least. I think we could do it. Readers, if you want us. Well, so readers, we, we, listeners, listeners. <laughs> you're not reading I'm like, this. who have you become? Have you become Lady Whistledown? Dear <laughs> readers. Dearest readers. Um, if you want us to cover the Bridgerton books. Let us know. Because there's because there's other shows. We will. Right? There's I'm, other books. I'm willing to do it. Kaylee's no, I'm just willing to not. do it as well. I'm willing to do it as well. We just need to figure out what would be the best way to do it. Because there's also like the mortal instruments. Mm-hmm. The TV show is more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Popular. Well, no. Inclusive. But that's not the word I want to look really want either. Like it's. There's more Better. in it. It covers more than because the, the Mortal Instruments movie, they only made one. The TV show, there's like three seasons, you know, yeah. it covers more than one book. Mm-hmm. So there's other ones that I obviously want to do. But again, it's just the challenge of how do we do it in a timely way and without dragging anything on into too many episodes that our listeners get bored. You know, I think what would make the most sense is to do two episodes for a season. And that way you can at least split the episodes up. It's just like what we did with like the seventh Harry Potter book or like where you kind of split it into two because there's a lot to cover. But it still doesn't drag it on too long. The first season of like the Mortal Instruments, it's like 22 episodes or something. Yeah, that one. I'm I'm talking Bridgerton first because that one's only eight episodes. You can split that four and four pretty easily. Okay. More manageable. We'll, we'll look into it. And yeah. so I know normally we, we specifically do book recommendations that we won't talk about on the podcast. Um, and, and we might talk about this one eventually, but I'm still. But that'll I'm be down do the line, especially if they're going to make more seasons. I'd rather wait for yeah. them to be done. Yeah. So there are eight books total because there's, well. Are eight, there really? There's some. I didn't know there yeah, was so one many. For each, one for each Bridgerton child. There's eight children? Yes. Why did I think there were six? From A to H. Anthony, Benedict, Colin, Daphne, Eloise. (laughs) How did I not connect that? Uh, uh, Francesca, Gregory, Hyacinth. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, Because in the beginning, (laughs) it says three beautiful sons and three beautiful daughters. So I just thought six. But then that does make sense because I kept going... Who are these random children? Where are these children from? (laughs) The remaining two. Anyway, so there are eight books in the series total. Um, And then there's like a ninth, but it's like a prequel. And it's about 
the Bridgerton parents. Like it's Aww, about cute. um what is it? is her name Victoria, I think? Victoria? Violet. Yes, it's Violet. Violet I know it was a V. Violet and Edmund. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I I'm pretty sure it's a prequel about their love story. Um so far I've only read The Duke and I, which is the first book. And The Viscount Who Loved Me, that's the second book. So it goes Daphne, Anthony. Those are the first two books. Then the third book is about Benedict, and then the fourth book is about Colin. And I am reading them in order. The only thing is, I've heard that the season three might be about Colin. They're skipping straight to Penelope and Colin because that's what the people want. Which is kind (laughs) of a bummer, because I'm like, that's going to mess everything up. Even... That's not no, because that's not even the first kind of major change. Well, yeah, I just finished book two. These are supposed to be spoiler free. Yes. Book recommendations are supposed to be spoiler free. Yes. So I'm not going to finish that thought. No. Just know this. They do not follow each other perfectly. No. And the characters are the same. A lot of people are mad about that, too. So the basic plot line is the same. I enjoy the show. I also enjoy the books. Despite their differences. Um, However, I did see the first two seasons. Like I watched before I read. However, I'm not waiting to to continue reading. I'm just going to keep reading. So my opinions and thoughts on the next coming seasons may differ because I'll have read the book first. Um, But anyway, so while the the entire series is probably worth the read, um, So far, I feel like Julia Quinn's writing has just gotten better with each book. Mm. And I'd be lying if I um, didn't say that uh, I'm looking forward to Colin and Penelope's book. Like, that is one that I'm really hyped for. I think it'll be a favorite. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to talk about the first one, The Duke and I, um, which is about Daphne, right? So I'm going to read the little summary here where you'll see that it is very similarly. It's the summary is going to match the show summary almost perfectly. Can there be any greater challenge to London's ambitious mamas than an unmarried Duke? Lady Whistledown Society Papers, April 1813. By all accounts, Simon Bassett is on the verge of proposing to his best friend's sister, the lovely and almost on the shelf Daphne Bridgerton. But the two of them know the truth. It's all an elaborate ruse to keep Simon free from marriage-minded society mothers. And as for Daphne, surely she will attract some worthy suitors now that it seems a duke has declared her desirable. But as Daphne waltzes across ballroom after ballroom with Simon, it's hard to remember that their courtship is a sham. Maybe it's his devilish smile. Certainly it's the way his eyes seem to burn every time he looks at her. But somehow Daphne is falling for the dashing Duke, for real. And now she must do the impossible and convince the handsome rogue that their clever little scheme deserves a slight alteration and that nothing makes quite as much sense as falling in love. See, Um, that summary sounds way better than the season that I just finished. (laughs) Taylor has mixed feelings so far. She's only watched season one. (laughs) And I didn't, I'm going to be honest. I didn't love it that much, but they, see that book description sounds way better. So maybe I should read the book. You should read the books. Also, um, I don't know if you saw my PSA on uh, Instagram um, probably over a month ago at this point, but 
on Amazon, just the first four books alone in a box set are 40 bucks. At Costco, you can get the first four books in a box set for $25. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to check and it out. And they have the second four in another box set for another 25 So you can get just four books for $40 from Amazon or all eight from Costco for like 50 Yeah. Well, next so. time I'm at Costco, I will have to keep an eye out. Yep. Keep an eye out. So I don't know. I... Anybody who listens to this show regularly knows I'm a sucker for romance and romance Especially tropes. period romance. Especially period romances. And so what I love is basically what I'm coming to find, right, is that each of these books is like a different, it's like a period take on like a classic romance trope, mm-hmm. right? This one was fake dating. Yep. Book two was enemies to lovers. Yep. Um, book three, that's a Benedict's story. Um, so that's like, um, like Cinderella-esque almost, right? Where it's like mystery girl. He doesn't know who she is. Mm -hmm. And then like, and she's like, not who she says she is kind of thing. Like it's also, it's like just a classic trope. Um, book four, that's, uh, Colin's story, right? Colin and Penelope. That's like best friends to lovers. Yeah. I could, I mean, again, there's eight of them. <laughs> I could keep going, but, but. She just, she just does a bunch of classic romance tropes and throws them back in the early 1800s London, like, and I the mean, ton genius and move on her part. Yes, just, it works she well. did great. Anyway, um, like I said, I've only read the first two so far. But um, I liked the second one even more than the first. And I liked the first, right? Like I finished the first one and was like, wow, like that was really good. Like the characters were really charming and well-developed kind of thing. And then like I read the second one and I was like, oh, wow, these characters are like even better kind of thing. So um, not perfect, right? Like it's still period romance. (laughs) Like it's written Basically just to be easy to read and to enjoy, um, but compelling nonetheless. So if even if you haven't gotten onto the Bridgerton train, the show, um, I think the books are still worth checking out. And might even be better because they sound like they're a lot more uh, like PG-13 rather than like R-rated. So far, again, I haven't read all of them, um, but so far... I mean, they're not, the the shows definitely go into a lot more detail than the books do. I wouldn't say that these books are, they're not as steamy as like your pure like romance, like smut book or what, what, what do they call them now? Spicy, spicy, my spicy romance novel. I don't know if I would consider these spicy, (laughs) which is for some like me, all the better, (laughs) all the better. Yeah. So that's also, yeah, something to if that's not your cup of tea, then these are there. I would say the books are cleaner than the show is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not like it's also not there at all. Yeah, I wouldn't like say there's still it's still present, but it's not as explicit. As, 
as explicit. There's the word. Yep. All right. So that's mine. Okay. Well, just as Kaylee talked about one of her favorite genres, period, I'm going to take a turn down to one of my favorite genres, Greek mythology. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) no, Greek mythology. Um, So I don't know if you've seen or heard about or anything like that. Uh, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Fry, Stephen Fry. I can't remember how you say his name, but like the actor. Stephen Fry. If you saw his face, you probably would know him. If I what? If you saw his face, you would know him. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about because I Googled it. There you go. Um, (laughs) He wrote or really rewrote um, Mythos, right? Mythos, Heroes and Troy. It's a trilogy of books all about the Greek mythos and then, of course, the heroes and the story of Troy. And they're one gorgeous books. I have the hardcovers because they're just so pretty. And Mm -hmm. they have beautiful illustrations in them. And then I just love the way that he retells these stories. Because obviously I love reading the originals. um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes... Did he take any creative liberties or are they literally just like retellings? No, he takes some creative liberties with it for sure. But they're pretty like true to this classic stories. In all honesty... A lot of the Greek stories, there's no um, like. Right. There's true set. knowing way. Yeah. yeah. Like it was all passed down by word of mouth. So a lot of stuff got changed depending on who was talking about it. So really, he almost continued that. Like way of storytelling where he took the stories and then he retold them the way that he interpreted them. And I love the way that he did it. It's fun. It's like a really good way to like quickly grasp these stories that really are Mm -hmm. very compelling stories they tell a lot about the people um, that existed back in those times and really are relatable to a lot of um, kind of what we see even in our days I wrote a whole paper about how the Greek gods are representative of the personalities that we see nowadays but um, so it's like very cool to compare, but on the less nerdy side, they're also just really fun stories. And I think if you have, um, if you love Greek mythology, or if you have a friend or a loved one who really likes it, or like kids that are kind of getting into it, like this could be a really fun one to read with them or to give as a gift. Like it's just cool. a really cool book. They're so pretty. Like it, if I got this as a gift, I'd be stoked kind of deal. So how long are they? Um, oh, what's the page length? I have the book, but it's over across the room and I don't want to go grab it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's 352 pages. The first one, Mythosis. Um, That's not that bad. But it's that's not super long. Some of them are photos as well and stuff like um, and my dryer is going I'm sorry to interrupt, but according to what I can see, I think my microphone might be picking up the shaking of like nice. my dryer. Nice. So sorry if you 
hear weirdness. That's all right. My dog's running around making a mess, so it's whatever. Um, So, yeah, mine's kind of a recommendation both as you should read it, but also, hey, if you're needing a gift anytime soon, this is a great one. Um, It's not gift-giving season, but I guess people do have birthdays in this one. I'm like, excuse you. It's always gift-giving season. (laughs) And if you want to get your Christmas shopping done early, this is a great set. Um, but yeah, all three of them are really good. Um, Mythos, obviously, is going to be more of the like traditional beginning of the world to like the Greek times, like the, st- the story of the Titans and then the gods. And he kind of breaks it down into like sections by like the Titans and then the gods. And then you get to like. The next book goes into the heroes and the quest that they go on. And then finally, the last book, Troy, is all about everything that goes in with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's really cool. And I highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Two thumbs up. Five stars. (laughs) Sweet. I might have to check those out because, I mean... I enjoy Greek mythology, and we yeah. did just talk about Percy Jackson not that long ago. Uh, yeah, so. I was like, it's very on theme. It it connects. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. um, there we go. Do you know if there's any deals on where to get? The, I shared where we, I shared that you can oh, get Bridgerton from Costco for cheap. I got all of mine at know? Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Is that where you got the pretty hardcover ones? That's where I got all the pretty hardcover ones. Okay. Was Barnes and Noble. Um, but you can also get them, obviously, on Amazon. But let's see, how much is it on Amazon? Oh, it's on sale right now for $19 for the first book. So it's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Is it hardcover? Mm-hmm. So there you go. maybe now is the best time to get it before Christmas because it's on sale. <laughs> That's true. But um, and I imagine you can find any of these books on Kindle as well. Yes. Yes. And I believe so. there's also an audio book for it. Yes. I mean, there is also, also audio books. There is an audio book. If you're into listening. There is a mythos. Audiobook. However, I have not listened to um, if you're picky. And like he me, narrates his own book. It is narrated okay, by Stephen that, Fry boom. as well. Then that's so that that's a selling point is a great one. But I'm like, can you listen to a sample? That's what I would. You can yeah, use sample. They have audiobooks? sample Okay, good. Audible. So sample Bridgerton audiobook before you buy it or anything, because I don't know if the reader's any good. So anyway, well, there you have it. Those are our book recommendations. Yep. So if you needed a new book to read, there you have some ideas. Next week, we will talk about the first book in the Divergent series, which is also called Divergent. Yes. Um, and compare it to its movie. So. This will be a treat. Be prepared for that. Otherwise, I don't think there's any other announcements, right? We kind of already covered everything. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, then we hope that you have a great week. And don't forget to read. <laughs>